0: what is up everyone welcome to the cub Cooker supernatural podcast my name is jacob cougar but my friends call me cub and you should too every day on the cub Cooker supernatural podcast we discuss faith spirituality and the realms of paranormal today is no different other than i have a great episode for you I always do but this one really is going to dig into some cool stuff today uh, specifically, gray aliens are they the demonic spirits in the Book of Revelation, and then ultimately, what are the keys to break demonic chains today? Um, and I'm going to talk about this in a very non-religious way, just so you guys know. So I'm not here to debate religion with anyone. I am non-religious, but I respect everyone's opinion, preference, point of view, upbringing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, okay. Uh, We are a multicultural, multi-faith, multi-orientation community here on the Cooker Supernatural Podcast, and I want to keep it that way. I want everyone to feel welcome, safe, um, and feel like they can actually explore these subjects uh, without judgment and without other people trying to tell them they're going to, you know, go to some eternal fiery place just for having ideas. So uh, let's let's be kind to each other it's going to be a great episode really really excited to get in with you guys today so thank you for being here gray aliens demonic spirits in revelation and the keys to breaking demonic chains so again non-religious i am personally deconstructed um i was not only in the church for 30 plus years of my life but i actually served in the church for much of my adult life um, in a professional manner so that really um you know gave me some very unique perspectives and got me to if i can get my microphone not to wobble around today uh it got me to get out get out of my own head with my belief system you know and i got to really ask questions that i wasn't able to ask um in other ways and uh explore my own spirituality and faith in ways that I think a lot of people, they'll get into the church, uh, you know, working at a church or for a church and they feel like, you know, they, they need to be a certain way and they, they focus on what they're supposed to believe and stuff like that. And for myself, I just found myself questioning more and more and more. And at multiple points in my life, I wanted to be a pastor, thought I was going to be a pastor. Um, what's up, Anne, how are you doing, my friend? Thank you for being here over on Facebook. Um, you know i just really like i knew i was going to be a pastor and um i knew that was what god was calling me to do well obviously clearly i'm doing something like that but it's certainly not in the tradition that i thought it would be it's certainly not from the perspective i thought i would be Um, and so i explore things just with a really open heart open mind Um, i look at things like ancient astronaut theory i look at uh, the potentiality for uh, you know, maybe the Bible was created by humans um, and it's not an inspired word of God so much as an amalgamation of a bunch of different mythologies into one canonical scriptural pre-script of here. This is what you're supposed to believe. And then even within that, it's debated. Even if you do take it as the divine, holy word of God, then it is highly debated as to what it even means after that. So. Uh, this is where I, I have a lot of fun exploring this. I do not in any way think that there is, uh, some God that is going to be punishing me for sharing my authenticity with people. Um, I don't feel like, man, we got a ton of people. Thank you. Almost 300 people on TikTok today. Y'all are awesome. Thank you guys. Uh, be sure and follow, by the way, if you can't, can't hang around for a long time and you like aliens and angels and, uh, stuff from the Bible and stuff from the Bhagavad Gita and the ancient uh, astronaut theory, as well as um, the Anunnaki, stuff like that. Give me a follow. Um, it's what I do every video, every day. That's all I talk about, personal spirituality, all the what-ifs. Thank you guys so much for the gifts. So just you know, hit me up, give me give me a quick follow, come back around, check out some of my other content later. I'm on all platforms, by the way, at CubCooker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R, Real name is Jacob, but everybody calls me Cub, so thank you guys uh, for everybody who's a friend and calls me Cub. I appreciate it. Um, Brand uh, Brandon says, uh, can I tell you what you don't know? Man, we don't even have enough time today. I don't have enough time for you to tell me what I don't know. Uh, that would be like, you know, we would just be live streaming nonstop if you're going to tell me what I don't know. Uh, there's a lot I don't know, guys, but um I do like exploring it. And so that's really how I approach these subjects. And today I've got a very, you know, poignant, simple look at the book of Revelation, and we're gonna read this verse right here in Revelation, um, and talk about what does it mean? Um, I'm gonna break down the words in it as well and give you guys the actual Greek words in it. Um Revelation sixteen thirteen says, I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet, three unclean spirits, something like frogs. Okay. Uh, there's the verse. couple of people. I've seen a couple of people connect this to gray aliens. Not a whole lot. Haven't seen a whole lot of people make that connection, but I've seen a few. And I think it's important to, you know, look at this, um, especially through the eyes of people who have had gray alien experiences. If you, you know, raise your hand if you've actually had an experience either in real life or in a dream with a gray alien, you know, and I have, okay. Um, I will tell you it was freaking terrifying, uh, scared me a lot. Had me completely um, worried for over a year um, about what it had spoken over me, right? Uh, Terrifying, terrifying thing. Um, I don't know if they're good. I can't tell you if they're good. If they are good, then they are what we would call the most pragmatic, non emotional beings ever, like soulless drones basically from from all of the reports of people who have been abducted by gray aliens uh, you can look at betty and barney hill you can look at travis walton you can look at a, a lot of these different people that have you know shared their testimonies with the world it's really really creepy and they go into this weird sleep place they can't move um, they describe it a lot of them as demonic or full of fear, full of fear. Dolores Cannon said they were discussing creatures. Um the grays. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's up, Merle? How are you? I didn't recognize your profile picture. That's awesome, dude. Thanks for being here, man. And says, uh, I've had weird memories of being looked at with a flashlight. Oh, so creepy. Uh, I thought it was a dream. Uh, but I'm not sure now. Yeah absolutely um Brandon says you know they are bad um you know I don't know I don't know you know maybe they're doing their job like you know uh it's certainly not a enjoyable experience from what I've heard from a lot of people uh and from what my little little experience with them is you know I saw the vision of one and it spoke something over me that was terrifying uh regarding, you know, my health and uh scared me for over a year. And I've been, you know, I had prayed against this thing that it had spoken over me. Um, you know, luckily, thank God, uh, I'm I'm well, but I just it absolutely terrified me. I don't I don't know if it came from me. I don't know if it was real. I don't know if it was a dream, but it didn't feel like a dream. Felt real felt like a nightmare felt like a an out-of-body experience you know and growing up i was tortured by you know what they call the old witch that sits on your chest or whatever like the um you know sleep paralysis type thing i was tortured by that growing up and it came to me in the form of this fox a talking fox wearing a hat carrying a purse high heels um the weirdest thing it was from a book like I think it was an Aesop's Fables book I don't even remember I don't want to see it again this thing tortured me from when I was seven years old all the way into my teens and I would have this recurring dream of this stupid thing that would I would lean back in a recliner and it would push the recliner down and I would end up spinning and falling backwards into its portal uh yeah i know tracy it 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 is laughable you know it's like terrifying at the time uh but at the same time um you know it's it's pretty laughable now but but that begs the question you know what do demons come as is their neutral resting state a gray alien um i did a whole demonology study a while back Um, demons being the old Greek daemon, uh, is an unchecked energy. It's chaos and a ball of light, you know, it's an unchecked energy and we are actually supposed to cast out, transmute, transform, whatever these demonic energies, right? Um, they're chaos in a bundle. And a lot of times they have a lot of data and information, Left over from other people whom they've wrecked their lives okay it doesn't mean that they're little green men or little horned creatures that are trying to ruin your life uh but what it does mean is if you don't have your chakras cleared and open uh and you don't recognize yourself as a god with authority over these things or as a christ as we talk about a lot then you cannot you know you don't stand a chance right Uh, And I'm going to share about a girl I listened to on YouTube today. I'm not going to mention her name, but it's just kind of a random channel about a girl who deconstructed from New Age and a cult into Christianity. And I don't often hear it that way. So I'm actually deconstructed the other way. I came from Christianity, and now I consider myself a follower of the teachings of Jesus, Um, not a devotee, but a God. I believe he told us we were all gods in the flesh that the christ is within us the kingdom of god is within us i think everything he spoke was an allegory for us as a collective light body Um, and so that's really you know how i interpret him that's my woo woo interpretation of jesus um i grew up in the church knowing you know that his his blood was spilled over me though the more you get into the occult you you learn that those blood rituals are not what they seem uh and the whole uh even taking communion thing is a ritual being repeated right uh, and so it's something i chose not to participate in anymore personally um and this girl that i watched today on youtube she just had a weird countenance about her um and i again i don't ever call anybody out i don't even stitch other people's videos you know, and try to disagree with them or prove them wrong or whatever. I I just don't care. I mean, I, you know, I use these type of experiences as conjecture for what I teach and what I talk about and kind of triggers for like what I know the collective needs to hear. And so this girl had a really weird countenance of like just a spirit of despair, you know, and she had left occultism or new age or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I understand there's some harmful things in that too. And there's some really, you know, far out people that, you know, you can't even hold a conversation with. Um, but this girl just had such a spirit of despair. And like you could tell, she absolutely hated herself. Um, and it made me realize that I still have parts of me from my Christianity that views myself as a horrible, evil good for nothing sinner when i know that i am a beautiful being of light i am a god within me um i have the power all power under heaven and earth is granted to me um the kingdom and the rule and the reign of god is within me and i I got a little choked up even talking about this Uh, and so the these are the things that i'm going to talk about today i'm actually going to give you guys seven ways to target and eliminate fear-based mentalities in your life today. I don't often do like straight up teaching and I'm going to do a little bit of straight up teaching today. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I do a lot of straight up teaching over in my academy. You guys can go check that out. It's only 28 bucks a month right now. Um, You get the academy, the community, zoom meetings on the weekends with myself and the, the rest of the community bonus video section, an entire resource center of all my research, uh, you, you can't beat it. There's not another membership out there that drops this much value you know, under 30 bucks a month. Like that's it, insane. So I'll talk a little bit more about that here in a minute um, as we get further in, but you can scan the QR code. If you're like, yeah, let's go, let's do it. You can go ahead and scan that. You can find it in my profile. There's two different tiers of it. There's an $8 version and a $28 version. $28 when you get the academy with it and you get some of my straightforward teaching in that. So if you like today, then you'll probably really love the academy. So uh somebody says I'm an alien rar. Yeah, absolutely, man. Aren't we all? Aren't we all, right? Uh Medias says just uh like if God exists or any interdimensional or extraterrestrial in- entities. Yeah, exactly. If I mean if you know how do how do I know you exist? How do I know you're not a bot? How do you know I'm not a bot? How do you know that you didn't make me up? You didn't create me. You didn't create me in the narrative of your life. How do you know you're not plugged into a computer somewhere or you are the computer? You know, how do you know? You don't. Um, there, There's some arguing going on in the spiritual community right now. And again, I don't stitch videos. I don't get into this. Uh, probably did. Exactly, and Exactly. Um, there's some arguing going on right now on is truth subjective or objective uh and certain creators calling out other people for sharing the idea of subjectivity the idea that truth is subjective and trying to prove objective truth through the idea that you know the countertop is granite uh and it is a countertop and it is in the house well, it is until it isn't. I mean, that's that's the biggest deal. You know, it that's the current state of it. So, how can you know any truth when before that was in the side of a mountain, and then before that it was turned into powder, and then before that, you know, it came as molten stuff from outer space, right? Like, you know, it's the current state of it. Sure, that's the current truth of it. That's why I say truth is subjective. Like There's not one statement you can say, personally, that I believe is absolute objective truth. Everyone's obsession with truth is, I don't know, I think that's that might be one of the most demonic things. Because it divides people, it divides yourself against yourself, and then you begin to not trust yourself. Now, I knew this was truth three months ago. And now I don't have a freaking clue. Three months ago, I knew aliens didn't exist. And then I saw one. Right? Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Men in Black talks about it. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Gravity is truth until you're in zero G's, brother. I'm just saying. You can literally always change the state of truth. John is probably the closest to anybody in the in the chat right now. John says God. I would say source. I would say light. You know, depending on what particular god you're talking about. There's a lot of different gods. You guys know I talk about that a lot on my show. I got a bunch of comments. Let me jump into these and then we'll keep reading. We're going to talk more about this. This is going to be really like a mind map today. So you guys buckle up. I promise we're going to get into some deep waters here. Um, exactly, Medias. Zero G is not always zero. You're right. Which means that gravity is not truth. It's not absolute truth. It's in a particular state at that point. And then you go to zero G or minus, you know, one or whatever G, whatever you want to say, right? We all have a different basis exactly darren exactly so uh anne Maurice says i had a dark shadow visitor with a trench coat and a hat when it appears i hear footsteps as if from above then this thing appears i don't like it when i laugh it doesn't like it when i laugh and it disappears through the wall well you keep laughing my friend you laugh all the way to the bank and you get that thing out of the room right you keep casting it out with laughter. Like we know how to get rid of them too, by the way. That's part of what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, Anne says, I've seen a ton of red eyes in the tree, little things my dad called orbs or odds. that look like energy balls and dart across the land. Yeah, that's, that's definitely creepy, right? I mean that I would think so. Brian says interesting topic. I've often wondered this. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for being here. Uh Merle says, What if our dreams are us experiencing past lives from reincarnations? Or what if our soul is connected to multiple creatures, humans, uh, whatever, and then when we dream, we're actually living these realities. Exactly. Or what if you are the only thing that exists and you're experiencing reality through everything? What if you're existing right now, a thousand years ago, and a thousand years in the future, and everything is right now? Because we don't even know what the date is, by the way. It ain't 2024. We know that. Because we don't even know when it started. So we have no point of view. Vicky, uh, Vicky says, I've thought about that. Exactly. I know, right? Like, it's 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 mind-blowing. Do I think great, great aliens have to buy a fishing license every year like us here on our planet, or do they just never go fishing? Well, that's a great question. That's a great question. You know, it depends on what system they're set up under. Clearly, what God are they set up under? If they're set up under the beast system like we are, yeah, they're probably buying a fishing license. Wendy thank you for being here uh don't run from the darkness face it no fear Merle says absolutely man Christopher says truth is yours absolutely absolutely well I'm glad you guys are vibing with this today so I'm going to drop in here now um and we're going to look at some practical ways to target within us not anyone else okay this is not permission to go out and change your neighbor Change your friend, change your mom or your dad or your aunt or your uncle or your husband or your wife. This is your story. Quit trying to change other people. Okay, if they ask you for help, you give them your opinion. You can have conversations with them, but quit trying to change other people, okay? Jesus didn't go try to change other people. He just told them. He told them what was what. A lot of people say he told them the truth. He certainly told them a truth. He certainly knew how to spin a yarn to get people to think outside of their own prison of their minds. No one has conversations anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, B, exactly. We do hear, I promise. Uh, Yawashi, what's up, my friend? Says the reptilians are in control for now. Well, that's the, the. this is what I hear. This is what I hear. But we're shifting. We're shifting. Don't you worry. We're shifting. Whoever, whatever's in control, we're shifting. So, the idea of demonic spirits is not new. In fact, it is a pervasive thought. Uh, And it's all throughout the canon. And I put canyon instead of canon of scripture. I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. But what does that truly signify? So, I've listed, uh, I've listened to numerous people uh, share their encounters about these spirits, as I talked about a minute ago um they exert their influence over you that that's the thing that i don't like about the grays you know it's like you know here online they call us influencers um you can only influence the willing right um People buy into what you say, what you think. They vibe with you. They like how you look. They don't like how you look. They like how you sound. They don't like how you sound. They like how real you are. They don't like how real you are. Whatever. Again, you can only influence the willing. Uh, But these things, they don't ask. They just show up. And they do whatever it is they're supposed to be doing. And you can go look at all the reports and stuff. I can't even really get into that here. Um, just because of the Nate, it's kind of a graphic nature of what they do. And I like to stay monetized so I can keep doing this full time. So I'm not going to talk about that. You can go watch, uh, go watch some of those documentaries buried deep in your streaming networks about eyewitness accounts and abductees through extraterrestrial and gray alien experimentation. Just go listen to what people say, you know, make up your own mind about it. So, I'm going to address people grappling with fear today because I think that, you know, every time I did a whole series and I came out of this yesterday we're talking about UFOs, aliens and the Bible, okay? And so many times when these things show up, they're like, don't be afraid. And sometimes I don't even say that. Sometimes just like Abraham, a dread fell over him and he literally passes out. And he has no control. And he has this vision. It's like he's seeing it and he's experiencing it, but he's not. He's literally tripping out. He's outside of his body. He's outside of his physical form. He can't control his physical form. He sees a flaming fire pot and a flaming furnace float between the sacrifice that he laid out. Um, And then he has a voice telling him all kinds of different things, right? And, And by the way, this voice is not very nice. Um, and if you are a follower of the biblical God, this is not to offend you whatsoever. This is just my experience, okay, and my observation of people like this girl that I saw earlier on YouTube who is clearly a follower of what you consider the biblical God, not the father that Jesus speaks about, but the, the larger entity that really runs the show, you know, unalives a lot of kids and cattle and other humans starts a lot of battles wants to claim and own an entire group of people uh you know things like that you can't make this up by the way you put this in a movie and you're like god that's a good bad guy right but this dude this dude is the god of the whole world right this dude is it's like he's on our money right you know and god we trust well which god well Pretty sure everybody, if you ask God, you know who's God. Oh, well, he, he led people through the desert and he provided for people. But he all, you know, he, he's a vengeful God. And he's a jealous God, and he, you know, again, two very different archetypes between who Jesus was talking about and what the larger Old Testament, the ancient mythologies, and even some of the New Testament. You know, a lot of the Pauline theology really is what you consider like tie in, trying to tie. Jesus to the old prophecies in the Old Testament. So, um, Chris, uh, says, do I have any experience with any entities? Yeah, I was sharing that earlier, you know, um, from when I was a kid and just rewind and you can watch that. I don't want to repeat it for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I've gotten, you know, unfortunately some weird experience, uh, a little bit different than other people have, but you know, for me, it's enough for me to say I'm good. I don't, I don't I don't need anymore um, and I am gonna tell you how I got over it how I got over the influence of these things, how I got uh, out of the fear. Um, I'm gonna share that today so if anybody's struggling with them I'm gonna give you guys a really really easy life hack. Uh, it's easy but it requires your full commitment to it uh, and it doesn't require saying like a divine name of God or claiming Jesus over him or anything like that. This is actually something you have to agree with yourself on, and I'm going to teach you that before we stop today. So, because uh, it's what I personally practice. I can't tell you it's you know what you should do, but it's what I do, and it's what fixed it for me when I was struggling with these, uh, you know, and pretty recently in the last year or so. So uh because actually i watched skinwalker ranch that tv show and through watching that i started having these things come to me in my dreams it's very weird very weird by the way you know be careful what you watch i love that show by the way i'm not saying that it, it did it but i'm just saying you put those thoughts those thought forms in your head you watch a bunch of alien shows Yeah, I'm so empathetic that like I'm watching that show and I'm imagining myself there like I might as well be doing this with them like because I'm living it with them. And so, you know, huge fan of the show. I would love to go to the ranch like big, big fan. But I feel like I've been there already because when I watch the show, I'm right there with them and then I'm dreaming about it and then I'm these things are coming to me while I'm sleeping. Yeah, and I love ancient aliens as well. Absolutely. So, 100% right. You can manifest it. Freedom says, yeah, absolutely. So, um, Ra and Thoth are the brothers. Uh, Billy Carson is saying, yeah. Um, you got Enki and Enlil, Ra and Thoth. Um, you've got uh, Yahweh and Bale. Uh, you know, you got these two, two brothers in all of these different pantheons fighting the whole time for humanity over humanity uh you've got uh thor and loki you know that that's a big uh you know brotherly rivalry there so and i've i've done a ton on the ancient myths so um let's see okay so i got interested in that too but try not to watch skinwalker stuff anymore uh yeah and i mean it's uh there's something powerful about it. I mean, I think that you can tell that show is a whole lot more than just entertainment value. There's some energy that even crosses the television barrier from that ranch. I don't know. I That's really, that's my opinion, of course, but it's pretty interesting. So, uh, Wendy, okay, you need to watch my Jesus is Lucifer series, Wendy. Thor and Loki is equivalent to Jesus and Lucifer, Wendy says. Actually, again, I've, I think we've proven over and over here that Jesus is Lucifer. Uh, but you have to look at it from the right angle and understand the church separated them. Um, the God of the Old Testament and Jesus are opposing forces, the yin and yang, basically. Doesn't mean that we're against anyone you know, that believes in Old Testament God. That's not what I'm talking about. It's just they're two different archetypes. Jesus is literally the Luciferian archetype. He even says that, you know, when I am in the world, there is light in the world. Uh, I mean, literally like lays it out there. Um, I did uh, Sheridan says, bro, this guy is so lost. Sheridan, go, you know, go watch my podcast before you make a judgment. You can pass that judgment if you want but it's in ignorance. And I don't mean that you're stupid. I mean, ignorance is like you're gonna ignore the larger collection of data that I have. I've got 300, this is 371 episodes that are at least an hour long. Most of them as of late are two hours long. So I got a whole lot of data for you to go through before you pass judgment. That's up to you though. Gather more data, you'll be wiser for it. Um, That's personally how I do things, so. So cultivate self-awareness. This is like number one when it comes to um, when it comes to trying to deconstruct and, and rid yourself of any of these demonic energies that we were talking about. So cultivate self-awareness, begin by developing a heightened awareness of your thoughts, emotions, and reactions. Recognize when fear is influencing your beliefs and decisions. And it will tell you that every time, every time, every time, every time every time i've experienced any of these entities in my dreams i've been afraid first okay i've been afraid first you can even look into the bible and locate where the individuals who have these experiences with the lord are always afraid first they're like begging for help jesus didn't teach begging for help he taught you how to command your authority by the way um. Um. Da, 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 da. I'm looking to see if there's any good comments. You guys post good comments and I'll read them. If you don't, then I won't. So, um number 2. Question assumptions. There's a bunch of people in the comments on TikTok right now that need to apply this. Question assumptions. Challenge the assumptions underlying your beliefs. Ask yourself what you hold certain convictions, why you hold certain convictions, and whether they are based on evidence or fear-driven assumptions. Again, fear. Fear is such a a thing in this. I'm going to shut the door. Uh, My wife is almost home and the dogs are going to go nuts. Uh, Fear is a huge, huge trigger when it comes to experiencing these extraterrestrial or alien entities, be it in dreams or whatever. Again, I've never had a physical experience with them driving a car or something and, and taken, but you know, um, fear is always the trigger that you, you hear about for these experiences. So, um, these are bad news. Uh, soulless, no empathy creatures. Angelo says, yeah, I mean, that's why I said soulless, maybe they're drones. Maybe they're just doing their job. Um, I don't know. Maybe you're plugged into a matrix and they're the things outside the matrix that keep you plugged in. And maybe it's pretty messy and it's smelly and it's hot and it's gross and it's scary. and Everything you're experiencing here is all buttered up and fluffed up. That's kind of terrifying. But with all the reports of abductees, it's pretty spot on it's like there's a lot of fluid involved there's a lot of you know weird technology that's like old but new it's like you're behind the scenes of the 3d matrix it's very weird very weird so rebecca says in 2023 a huge lesson uh was that i was possessed by fear exactly it was the root of all the darkness and paralysis amen amen absolutely uh and that's really what i'm I'm trying to talk about today, you know, like again, I saw this young woman, much love to her on YouTube. And she's just talking about her deconstruction process out of the new age, out of a cult, out of esoteric, out of spirituality into Christianity. And she had so much fear, you know, and she said she was blessed. She said she was, you know, uh, chosen by Jesus and all of this stuff. And it's like, you can tell guys, you can tell, you can't fool anyone. You can't, you can't fake a smile. You can't fake confidence. You know, you can't, um, you can't fake being authentic. You know, um, and I just, again, someone who's been a professing Christian before, I was so scared every freaking day, every day. I was scared of hell. I was scared of judgment. I was scared if. What if other people don't get saved? What if the people in my life aren't saved? I was scared of death, scared of everything. Constant fear and anxiety just permeating my being. And again, all of that has to do with a belief system that I agreed to, I adopted myself into. God didn't do that. Jesus didn't do that. If you want to blame someone, there's probably an alien entity that runs the whole global church system alongside the beast system to keep people in a fear-based mentality. Again, this is not against anyone. I'm not judging anyone. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, come down on anybody's belief here. Just telling you, my experience with this was all fear. I had to deconstruct from the fear. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. This is number three. Very, very, very important. Just like I told the gentleman a minute ago. You know, I got a lot of data. If you just judge something, you do it in ignorance. That's why I just don't even judge things anymore. Like some new data comes across and I go, huh, interesting. Let me look into it. Like, let me get more data. Like before I go, oh, did you hear about the dot, dot, dot? I'm like, well, I'm gonna get more data. So just getting more data will help you get over fear for one thing. Heather, that's exactly what I'm going through right now is uh, this is I'm on number three. These are the bullet points of how you absolutely get rid of fear. Um, And so just to recap real quick, in case you're just now joining, cultivate self-awareness, develop a heightened awareness of your thoughts, emotions, and reactions. By the way, most of you are terrified of how you feel. Most of you, and I say most of you because I'm right there with you. I was right there with you until like the last three months. And honestly, until even today, Like I realize there's a lot of emotions I just like push down because I'm like, I don't want to be real about it. I don't even want to be honest with myself about it because there's a lot of that underlying fear and anxiety that just rests in the fact that, you know, I have emotions, I have feelings, I have thoughts, things that are just built into me. Why? And the only way is to address them. You don't beat an enemy by ignoring it. You beat it by confronting it and learning its tactics and getting smarter and making the the right moves to beat that enemy. It's like a game of chess with yourself. Questioning assumptions, challenge the assumptions underlying your beliefs. That's another thing. Most people don't ever want to do that. Well, I believe what I believe. Well, this is what mom said. This is what the church said. Well, I grew up this way. Well, good... A good down home person, this is what we do in God fear in America. Why are you fearing God? I don't fear my God. I know my God. My God is a part of me. My God empowers me. And you can redefine fear all you want. But I want to remind you what God wants you to fear it a jealous God a demanding God. Exactly, Frank. And if you want to serve that God, that's up to you. But remember, we become what we serve. And a lot of times we create what we are and then serve that outside of ourselves, which not only creates detachment from the self, but it begins to create an endless vicious cycle of what we call a thought form where we create our own God who becomes our antagonist and protagonist and creates an a literal bipolar spiritual system in our life where we know we're loved by something outside of ourselves but we're not good enough to sit next to its throne and we need something else to die in our place that doesn't sound like a a well-oiled machine at all rebecca says facing my fears head on with support was the portal but now i have to learn to live intuitively amen my friend i'm i'm right there with you stories we tell create our hell absolutely rebecca wendy says yes that's why we came here experience them every single one of them and stay in the ones that feel the best so educate yourself number three educate yourself understand the subjects that evoke fear knowledge can often dispel unfounded fears and empower you to make informed decisions guys do you even know what luciferianism is do you even know who lucifer is no you've been told by the church lucifer's the bad guy oh he was a fallen angel that's an entire mythos spun from the ancient mythos plugged back into the biblical canon Jesus literally identifies with that. In Revelation, Jesus is the bright morning star. And in Isaiah, Lucifer is the bright morning star. And yes, yes, it's the same thing. Go look at the translations. It is not different, okay? Do not trust the Bible on your shelf. Go and look at a tool called Strong's Concordance. Only read an interlinear translation. Okay. You can read whatever you want, but I'm saying you will never understand the Bible if you don't look at the root words. Case and point. Everybody knows about Elijah's chariot of fire, right? We all know that story. He was caught up in a whirlwind, taken up to heaven. There's a, a fiery chariot and horses, it says, right? Wrong. The actual Hebrew word on that is the word for fiery birds clearly denoting that it was flying and by the way the chariot it says an upper millstone that's the actual translation why do we not know that because every one of the translations went okay here's what they're trying to convey it was just a fiery chariot so why my dog's trying to come in why are we ignoring what did i say a minute ago ignoring the data don't ignore the data look at the data learn the data love the data live in the data and quit making up your mind so quick well i don't know i don't know what i believe i just know this is true well why well i i I better know that before you know because our time is short on this earth yeah but you've been here a thousand times already You keep reincarnating because you won't try to figure it out pretty wild huh frank says the god of this world speaks to us by way of ego the source comes to us as our higher self amen my friend jared things says lucifer question mark so yeah lucifer again is against god the biblical god or the old testament god uh, what we would call Yahweh. Now, remember, in the Old Testament, there is El Elyon, there is Yahweh, there is Baal, there is Asherah, there's a bunch of different gods. All of that comes from the Canaanite pantheon, which is a pre Hebrew pantheon. Um, and we got to remember that, you know, Yahweh is a particular cultural deity. Much love and respect to all our brothers and sisters who have that tradition or claim that tradition uh, or believe that tradition. Have no issue with that. Uh, but we just need to look at the archetypes, right? We've got to understand that. There's a lot of people right now that'll say, oh, Jesus is Satan. Jesus isn't Satan. Satan is an accuser. Lucifer is not Satan either. In fact, they have no connection whatsoever other than the agreed upon archetype because they're against the God of the Old Testament that clearly Satan and Lucifer are the same thing. That's a mythos that was spun by the church, by the way. Completely, completely spun. There's no evidence in the biblical canon to suggest That they're the same thing and in fact there's enough evidence in there to look and realize that the description of jesus himself even in the book of revelation is exactly the same as lucifer and even the punishment that yahweh pours out on lucifer for rebelling against him uh, he says that even the grave will not contain him well we know exactly what happened with jesus he says the grave will spat him out well have you ever been to an easter service and they say the grave could not contain him even death couldn't hold him. He was spat out of the grave. It's the same exact language. Like, it's the same thing. And we're totally like, we just miss it because we're looking for somebody else to give us the data rather than educate ourselves. I was homeschooled, so that's easy for me to say. I did a lot of self-starting, self-education, things I was interested in. My mom did a great job, but I also was able to learn things that I wanted to. I was interested in something. Go, go learn more about it. Go get into it. Um, yeah. Yeshua isn't Satan. That's bizarre. Exactly. Fly by night. That's what I mean. There's just, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. There's a lot of people out there that are just all these stuff all over the place. And I try to give you enough context to actually go do the research for yourself. I try to give you enough data so that you actually have a frame of reference when it comes to these things. So I hope, I hope it helps. I hope it's appreciated. So, um all right seek divine perspectives engage with people who hold different beliefs and perspectives you guys are doing a great job right now by the way appreciate it exposing yourself to diverse viewpoints that can broaden your understanding and help you question fear-based convictions guys i've been to a voodoo church raise your hand if you've been to a church that is very well outside the norm i have been to a voodoo church with a serpent with the torches and everything i went to one in galveston or not in galveston in uh louisiana uh or in new orleans it was in new orleans that's where it was uh i don't even remember where it was it's been i was like i don't know i was 16 17 maybe somewhere in there 18 i don't know i was i was just a kid um but it was a wild experience very wild experience at the time i was like oh my god i don't want to get a demon i don't want to get a demon why am i here why am i here but it was so cool. It was so cool, and I realized that they have a lot of beliefs that were actually similar to mine. It was very interesting, and it, it expanded my mind. Uh, I have I haven't been to, but I've watched a lot of the Hindu uh, teachings live on Sunday morning, um, and I've I've really gotten into those, and I really enjoy those as well. Uh, I've been to. Um, a hebrew synagogue multiple times gone through a lot of different services with the hebrew tradition uh the jewish tradition uh hebrew people jewish tradition excuse me um that's fascinating as well Uh, i've been to pretty much every denomination you can think of within the christian tradition from methodist to non-denominational to right-wing baptist to uh catholic i mean i've literally uh, i've had so much experience with like all of these different belief systems and it's given me perspective on a what i actually believe and b the fact that i don't think anybody has it figured out uh, i I've, i have to take and adopt puzzle pieces that i think fit into what my needs are in my life and then continue adding to them so i build a bigger more beautiful picture so Um, Roland says, isn't it a lot of Bronze Age nonsense? Well, I mean, you can look at it that way, but you got to understand that all, most of our spiritual traditions all come from a very, very ancient mythology or set of mythologies. A lot of them come straight out of Sumer, uh, the Sumerian, Babylonian, and Akkadian myths of the Anunnaki deities, the purported alien gods. I mean, they're, they're certainly from off earth, right? According to the myths, um that created humanity did some gene splicing with theirs with their genes and uh, allegedly created humanity if you believe the myths that th- it's, it's all in there and it's wild and I've read through those too um in fact we've done that on this channel live together so uh teresa says love my brother steven thank you very much for being here teresa how are you my friend um let's see yeah exactly wendy uh, lucifer isn't a real person he's not a real person it's an archetype it's a a story device a mythological device to tell us a truth about an archetype that's why people argue about truth you know we're arguing about things that are archetypes in the first place what is an archetype it's a thing that's like a thing it's the epitome of a thing it's the perfect example of a thing right uh gold is the archetype of value right i mean that could be debated but you know that's that's the thing there uh jesus is the archetype of the perfect human right Uh, those are the the types of things that we look at when we look at archetypes and most of our spiritual traditions rather than trying to be literal were most likely intended in the first place to be esoteric uh hidden knowledge to be like, for those with eyes to see, ears to hear, to understand the archetypes. This is like this, not this is this, but this is like this type thing. So that's that's how I approach it. Steven says, I love Buddhist temples because I was uh, one once. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, and I I wish I'd been to a Buddhist temple. I will. I will go to one. I promise. My aunt has and uh, very, very cool experience from what I've heard. Uh, and I'd love to go to some legit ones, especially the far off ones, uh, the mountaintop ones. So what's up, honeybee? How are you doing, Melissa? hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, thank you guys. Thank you for the gifts. I appreciate y'all. Okay. I'm going to keep hammering through this here. Practice mindfulness. Speaking of Buddhism, this is a way to get rid of fear. Practice mindfulness. I don't know why I post that in there and then other comments pop up. It's just technology today is not, not being easy to deal with. Uh, practice mindfulness. Embrace mindfulness techniques such as meditation and deep breathing. These practices can help you stay present, manage anxiety, and prevent fear from taking over your thoughts. This is not medical advice, by the way. Uh, but for me this works really really well uh, you know breath work just breathing like uh, how often do we just stop and that brought me right back to center and we call it coming back to center because we're not rooted into our root chakra and we're not so woo high up in our Crown chakra, we're, we're right here, right here in the heart. And that just brings us right back to center. Uh, Rebecca says, mindfulness has worked very well as preventative and also for healing. Good for you, Rebecca. Uh, I appreciate you sharing that. And again, this works differently for everybody. I'm not here to give you guys medical advice or anything like that. Uh, I'm just a dude on the internet. So don't believe me. You know, try what works for you. Uh, but these are the things that have worked for me. So, uh, Rebecca says breathing works, other things did not. I got you, my friend. I got you. Evaluate consequences. This is something that nobody does. Consider the potential consequences of your beliefs. Okay. We're all told to consider the consequences of our actions, but we're not told to consider the consequences of our beliefs because did you ever think that your belief system might actually hurt other people like that? That's a wild thought. But when I was deep within the Christian evangelical tradition, I actually hurt other people because I was trying to be good enough. And if I didn't feel like I was being good enough, I would be, I would you know play two different parts for myself and then I would uh, try to justify and then I would try to evangelize. And like it, you know, it's just, it was like this insane whirlwind of chaos right and and never feeling like i was good enough never having real confidence um assess whether they contribute positively to your life that's something again nobody does that i never did either you know did christianity actually improve my life well the answer was no it did not uh that was my truth you may have a different one so uh and the lives of those around you or if they are driven by irrational fears that hinder personal growth so again i want to talk about um the consequences of our belief system if we have a dogmatic belief system and it's hard on us imagine the people around us you know we may feel righteous we may feel like man i'm trying I'm, i want to i want to please the lord i want to do what's right here for the lord you know that's always what we we talked about when i was in the church when really it's an unachievable standard that we've already set up with this god outside of ourselves, all-powerful all-knowing all-judging jealous smited millions of people but now loves you because he watched his only son get unalived on a cross. So now you're cool. Now we're good. Uh, It is already set up for mental anguish and what they call religious trauma now from the very beginning. Um, And again, I speak out on this because I've experienced it. This is personal experience. I'm not trying to judge anybody. If if you're uh, a professing Christian, love and respect to you. But the same goes for you as it goes for me here is, you know, ask yourself, what are the consequences of what I'm believing? And by the way, if you can't take hell off the table, then keep asking questions. Why do we think that you get 80 years to get it right? And if you don't, you're screwed. Just going to be really honest. SB says, watching from Nigeria. Thank you, my friend. Welcome. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Teresa says, we're having a storm, so I will try to catch up later. Love you, Cub, and all. Thank you, Teresa. Love you, my friend. I hope you have a beautiful day. All right. Consult trusted mentors. Consult trusted mentors. Consult trusted mentors. Okay, this doesn't mean go find any old pastor and ask them what they think. Somebody that you like, you're like, I want to be like them. I like their archetype. I might like to be like them in a completely different way. That's a good mentor. Someone who's willing to, to give you the authentic opinion that they have, right? In effect, I'm a mentor. I just do it publicly every single day. I do it privately in our community as well. If you want to join me on that, we've got zoom calls every Saturday. Come and learn and grow with myself and the rest of the community. It's fabulous. So the insights of mentors can help navigate fear-based beliefs and offer constructive alternatives based on rational thinking. When I say trusted too, you don't want to go to somebody who's like an evangelical fundamentalist, you know, Christian pastor and ask them what they think. Uh, about this episode right because that that's not going to end well for anybody because it's just going to be you know a lot of finger pointing a lot of accusations you know he's you know he's crazy or he's given his soul to satan or whatever you know and it's it's just going to be a whole mess so you got to ask people that are really in in the way of where you actually are considering going you know if you want to go drive for nascar you don't go ask uh you know a mountain biker how to train right you're going to be going a lot faster than that and you're going to have four wheels you better figure out who your actual mentor should be somebody that you actually want to achieve that uh archetype of i'm not even going to say level in the spiritual world because i don't believe anybody's a higher spiritual level than anybody else we're all doing spirituality right Uh, but you know, you want to find somebody that, you know, you really vibe with that. You're like, okay, I I dig this person. I trust this person. They're real. They're authentic. I want them to be my mentor because that's what I'm aspiring to do. So honeybee says, yes, thank you for being an amazing mentor for the past year. Plus thank you, honeybee. I appreciate you, my friend and love you. Thank you always for your support. Uh, watching from Queensland down under Dougie says, what is up my friend? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Say love your work, brother. Uh, Angelo says, I believe fear is something that we cannot control at all times. I'm a fearless person and I was in the city of New York, Brooklyn, new year 2000. I was out late at night looking for my old hangout and I felt an irrational fear that I never felt in my entire life uh trying to still figure it out to this day i thought it was some kind of oh yeah some kind of uh like uh aerosol or gas or something you know sewer gas or something uh causing like a panic attack or something uh yeah no absolutely you know and here's the deal like fear is meant to to help you survive if you've built that into your spiritual system though that might not be healthy uh fear to keep you alive from a lion is a good thing fear of your god not so much a good thing Uh, a lot a lot of differences in that like you know one of them deals with uh you being able to go home with both legs the other one uh deals with you know some unseen thing and the eternal fire or whatever you know and so you got to ask yourself Am I willing to deconstruct from fear? Because if you want the keys to getting rid of these demons, these daemons, um, and being able to have authority over them, everything that I'm talking about is all a part of this. So remember that overcoming fear-based belief systems is a continuous process that requires self-reflection, openness to change, and a commitment to personal growth, okay? It's a commitment to yourself don't do it for me, do it for you. It's literally for you. Um, and I hope like, I hope this has helped somebody today. Somebody said, how do I get rid of fear? You know, go through this list. It's in the description, go through it once, go through it twice, go through it a thousand times, keep practicing it, get good at it. I am not fearless yet. I'm working on it. Uh, I still have irrational fears. I still have pre-programmed things I have to work at getting over. But I'm aware of things, finally, by going down this list. I've cultivated self-awareness. I have questioned all of my assumptions. And I continue to, by the way. that This is a never-ending thing. Continually be self-aware. Continue to question your assumptions. Continually educate yourself. Continually seek diverse perspectives, continue to practice mindfulness, continue to evaluate the consequences of your beliefs and continue seeking trusted mentors. So important, my friend, so important. Um, I wanna hear about your experiences. Have you experienced gray aliens, extraterrestrials, anything you would consider demonic? why in the book of revelation are they called what they're called frogs um i i don't know what else they could be you know if they're real creatures then you know if they're and, and then you read what they're going to do they go and they basically motivate all of the leaders of the world to uh, start this big battle you know this armageddon right and um it, it makes you wonder it makes you wonder and all the stuff going on now, all the, you know, purported sightings and everything, the whole thing at the mall. And, you know, I don't know, it just makes you wonder, uh, but I think the worst thing we can do is, is view them as demonic or scary. And I think that what we have to do, what we have to do as spiritual people, as spiritual warriors, I might even say is the number one thing we got to realize like who who went over to the demons and cast him out like he didn't even he just had a conversation with him and he told him to get out okay that wasn't because he was jesus he was saying you will do greater things than even i have done so take him on that if you take anything that he says as as real or helpful or valuable absolutely wendy in the frequency of love Confront it. Talk to it. You're intelligent too, just because you can't see it or it's unknown or it's an alien or gray or whatever. Take authority over it. And that's probably the final thing is once you go through all of this and you gain some confidence, you have to gain authority. You have to claim that authority over anything that you would consider demonic, anything you consider scary. Are dangerous in the spiritual world i'm not talking about go skydiving without a parachute and go i have authority you're going to have a lot of authority to be a splatter on the concrete if you go skydiving without a parachute i'm talking about in the spiritual realms you got authority okay you are a bridge between the serpent and the eagle the god of the air and chaos and wind and fire and storms and the god of the earth rooted down to these this earth a part of it and you can alchemize all of that in the middle on your heart seat on your chakra that's exactly how you gain authority so be not afraid confront them confront your own demons your own self and work through it one thing i had to agree to let go today was all of my past timelines Everything I've failed at, everything I've gotten hurt because of the people I've hurt, the people that I've wronged. remember you're always the you're always the enemy in somebody's story. You, you're probably the hero in yours, but to someone out there, you probably have a a best friend or an ex or something, right? And you've played the bad guy for them, you know, for better or for worse, right? Some things it's just you know, it's just how it is when you part ways, but more than that, I think that you're the bad guy for yourself. At a lot of times in your life, you are your own worst enemy. And if you can't agree to leave that enemy behind and move forward and know that ye are gods and the scriptures can't be broken, then what are you doing? You're just going to keep repeating the cycle. I know for me, I am. So one of the things I did today is I said, I forgive me and I love me. And I admitted, I'm like, why do I still hate myself? Why? I've gained confidence. I've, you know, I've worked through a lot of the shadow work, but I don't think I've ever really just said, I need to quit hating myself. I've affirmed that I love myself, but I've never said, Cub, quit hating yourself. Higgs says, I feel this live hard. Good, man. Good. Me too. That's where the demons come from. And you can't confront them because you can't confront yourself. And I say that in all love. And I say that sitting in the class with you. I come up here, guys, when I teach, I'm teaching me. Okay, you think it's for you? It's not for you. This is for me. I do this podcast every day for me and i hope you get i hope you like that because quite often i am you and you are me life can kick your butt absolutely my friend have to stop listening to the shadow voices star coach says yeah absolutely my friend brandon we're talking about demonic spirits in the book of revelation gray aliens Uh, they're described as frogs. How do you actually find the keys to gain authority over them so that you're not afraid of them? Uh, and I'm going to share with you guys before we jump off here. Um, I'm going to share with you my testimony of exactly how I got rid of them. Exactly how I uh, quit having these tortured dreams and these entities always waking me up with these panic attacks. I'm going to share exactly how I got over it here in just a second before I do if you're interested in joining me on a zoom call as a mentor uh co-mentoring each other with myself and the community i don't currently do one-on-ones i'm looking at doing that for 2024 i've had a lot of people request it and i'm considering opening it up but right now for only eight bucks a month you can literally jump on a zoom call with myself and the community um, it's a great place to get your thoughts heard, explored, actually get to know each other. We have an entire off social media community, so you don't have to worry about what you're posting on normal social media. This is all on my website. You have to log in and you have to pay to get into it. So you don't have to worry about like your pastor, or your mom or dad or brother, or, you know, your bestie or something seeing, oh my God, they posted something and they're leaving the church or something. You don't have to worry about that. You, you can actually just be real. It's a family-friendly environment, so nothing weird going on. It's very family-friendly, very authentic, very loving, uh, and very much about your individual mythos. It's called my Mythos Community. The Cub Cooker Supernatural Mythos Community is the long name, uh, but we'd love to have you. We've got a great group of people. Over 150 people have joined so far, and this is a great place for you to explore yourself even more in an authentic, open way with a whole lot of other people that know exactly where you're coming from. So you can hit up my website, www.cubkuker.com. And if you join today, uh, I'm going to welcome you today. I will send you a video. I will welcome you and get you oriented to the community. Make sure that I'm there to serve you in any of your needs and guide you to the best of my ability. I'm always going to point you back within yourself. Uh, so I'm not there to give, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, advice so much as it's just be a mentor, a mentor to myself, a mentor to others. Uh, it's a big old co-mentor community and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. We'd love to have you. It's called mythos. Come check it out. Um, and if you do join before the end of January, I'm going to give you a free membership right alongside yours. You don't have to use it right away, but Say you get engaged later on and you want to bring them along. Say you got a best friend, co-worker, mom, dad, somebody that, you know, you start having good conversations with, you know, as long as you're a member, you've got a membership for them as well. And all you have to do is send me their email and info and I'll get them added. So I'm doing that through the end of January. So if you want the two for one, the buy one, get one, I'm doing that on both tiers, the $8 a month one and the $28 a month got our Mythos community and our Mythos Academy membership. You get the community with both of them. You get the Zoom meetups with both of them. And then you can level up into the Academy. If you really want more of me, there's like hundreds of hours of more of my educational content in there around spirituality, faith, paranormal, manifesting, all kinds of cool stuff in there. You're going to love it. So anyway, I love you guys. Uh, I'm going to finish up here with... Um, you know, with, uh, my experience and getting rid of these things. So, uh, and then I want to take a few questions. So you guys drop your questions and I'm going to pick the best ones before I jump off. Brandon says, we appreciate your insight and testimony. Thank you, my friend. Okay. So the way I got rid of them, and this is really simple. I have been begging and begging and begging and begging God to take these things away from me, to, to let me sleep through the night Quit waking up in a panic, quit having these demonic dreams and entities coming to me. I've been dealing with it my whole life. And literally in 2023, I got up in the middle of the night and it was like 3 a.m. And I knew the answer was take authority. Take authority. And I told him, You do not have authority. Leave me now. I didn't claim the name of Jesus or anything over him. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But I just said, you do not have permission or agreement from me to torture me anymore. I command authority. I command my sleep, my rest, and my wellness. Leave me now. I don't care where you go, but leave now. And I said that in the bathroom at 3 a.m., like a crazy person, right? And literally, guys, from that day forward, I haven't, haven't had a mess with me again. You know, you call it what you will, mind over matter. Call it that Cub's just crazy enough to believe his own narrative. I don't know. But that's what it did for me. And that's why what I'm teaching today is exactly that system that got me to that point where I could confidently say, enough is enough. I have authority. I do not agree to this. And I have to sign on the dotted line if you're going to do this to me. And I do not face your fears. Robert says, absolutely. Took Robert 50 years. He says, man, I'm glad I figured it out at 37. I'm glad I didn't go that long. Not that you're old. I'm not saying that. I just mean, I don't think I could have handled another 10, 15, 20 years. There's just no way it was, it was, it was killing me. It was killing me. That's so weird. I did the same thing in the restroom the other day. Similar. Rebecca says, good for you, my friend. The restrooms a great place to think guys. I think in the shower, the bath, you know, it's, it's the place, you know, you got mirrors everywhere. It's the perfect place to reflect. Get that shadow work done, the dirty work, right? where you can just hose it off. So my point is, we all have to get to that point. We've got to take a personal assessment of our belief systems. Realize if they're hurting other people, and number one, if they're hurting ourselves. Because if it's hurting us, it's hurting somebody. Hurt people hurt people, remember that. So we gotta make sure that we're good, we wanna be aware of ourselves. We wanna question every thought and emotion that comes through us, every action. You don't have to get to the point where you're just like everything. Why, why, did I, why did I have rice for dinner? I don't understand. You know, no, like, you know, be well about it. Be balanced about it. Practice mindfulness. Seek diverse perspectives. That might be one of the biggest ones, guys. If you can just tell yourself authentically, tell God, tell the universe, I am open, I am open, I am open to understanding the truth about reality and myself and more, and I'm willing to deconstruct anything, give up any of my belief systems, anything that doesn't serve me if i can just experience what i'm actually here to do and serve and figure out who or what god is and all of these things that was when it changed for me and if i hadn't had that prayer and that honest outpouring in my heart in 2020 I couldn't have had my bathroom moment in 2023 where I said enough is enough because I wasn't claiming it for God. I wasn't claiming it for Jesus. I was claiming it at me. And I said, by my authority. And guys, that will absolutely set a fire under your life. You don't even know what that's like until you really say that and you feel it. And you know that you have that authority because you are sovereign. You are in God and God is in you. So I hope this blesses somebody today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Consider joining the community, guys. I do this full time and that is the best way to support what I'm doing. I greatly appreciate your support. Thank you to everyone who's in our Mythos community. Thank you to everyone who will be joining. Uh, We've had several people join this week already. Thank you, guys. Look forward to meeting you on Saturday. And if you'd like to meet me in the community on Saturday, come give it a try. You can cancel anytime. I'd love to do this in person. We get to actually bounce things back and forth. It's a bit of a different pace and a lot more of an intimate deep dive rabbit hole of an experience on Saturdays. If you can't be there on Saturdays, I do record them. So you get some awesome, awesome content that you get to watch beyond the podcast every day. So honeybee says love the meetups yeah honeybee i think honeybee's been on every meetup we've had for over a year so good for you my friend shelly thank you my friend i appreciate it i'm running out of water here here we go uh hexkin says wow beautiful thank you my friend appreciate you god is pure energy absolutely absolutely uh god the father as energy god the mother as the wave and God this child or the sun, as the particle or light. And that's that's how I define God personally. So if you want to know what I think of God, that's what I think of him, her, it, they, um, all of the above, a universal energy field with a divine consciousness of the highest good and love that wants to actually act through us, Uh, not through aliens, not through beings coming down giving rules written down but through our actual consciousness and i think that's the biggest revelation i've ever had in my life personally so anyway y'all have a beautiful day god bless you thank you so much happy january 11th the 111 it's a portal today and i did some more shadow work today um sometimes manifesting you just got to know what to let go what to let go And I decided today, I'm just open. I'm just going to flow with the energy. It feels heavy lately. I'm just going to flow into it, be authentic, and just show up every day as I am and keep on keeping on with what I know I'm supposed to be doing. And that's where I'm at. Sometimes you got to quit fighting and start flying. So I love you guys. You'll have a beautiful day. God bless you. Namaste and peace.